Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time for one more hour of the Hot Corner. Hi, my name's Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. Boxy flies one in the air to left center. Back at the wall. And it's gone. It's over. In the 18th. Night. Night. Step up to the plate for hour two. You want a piece of me? This is the Hot Corner on 1080. Look, this is America. This is why we're here. Is to play the game of baseball. The freedoms that we have. The Fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you missed in the first hour, you can download that the Les Schwab Tires podcast at TennyTheFan.com and the Odyssey app. We're off next week as the Ducks have some basketball going on here on Tennedy the Fan. Remember, we are home of the Ducks. So if you like a little ball, uh, get after it. Pac-12 looks uh, fairly decent this year. Should be quite competitive uh, as a college basketball fan. Uh, I am excited to get into that. We got still some more to get into. I want to. I've got some fun payroll stats already that are out. We'll get to next, and I also want to talk about uh, a team that loves to spend money. And I just don't know if this is gonna work, but we'll see how that goes. But I want to stick right here. We had someone text in on the fan text line five zero three two five zero ten eighty about the Mariners and their focus and talking about how they should go out and get another starter. This texter mentioned Carlos Rodon. Like, go get that guy and have the most filthy staff you've ever seen in your entire life outside of the 90s Braves and maybe the late 90s Yankees, which were pretty stacked too. But we were talking shortstops, and I'm a huge Xander Bogarts guy. I think he is the top uh, complete shortstop of the big three. I think Correa is the best defensively. I think Turner has the most flash, and I think Bogarts is the most consistent. He's also won a World Series. I know Correa has too, but Bogarts has won a World Series. He has been a stalwart of that Boston organization, and once he leaves, that will, in my opinion, signify that that team's in a lot of trouble. Bogarts is the guy, and I cannot bang this drum enough, and everything I hear from Jerry DePoto and Mariner fans is not super high on going after Bogarts, and I cannot imagine why. I think he is the perfect fit in Seattle to help push them over the edge. I I think the problem is that you've already invested money in JP, and JP has become a fan favorite. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm completely with you. Well, and the Colton Wong trade at second shores that up because the thought is just put Bogarts at short and put JP at at second. Yes, and and clearly that's not what's going to happen. What I've noticed a lot with DePoto – 
is he seems to like to go and get that second to third tier guy. He doesn't really go out and get a star. Remember, he wasn't the guy who went out and got Robbie Cano. No. He's not the one who went out and got Nelson Cruz. But he is the guy who went out and got C.J. Wilson and Josh Hamilton in the Angels. Well, those are bad deals. And and there's a chance that he might be gun gun shy about that. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's going to go out and he's going to go get Hernandez, who's a solid outfielder now because you lost Hanniger. But you can make the argument that by putting Tayscar out there that you have you you could make the argument you have improved that position. He went out and he tried to get Winker. Right. Winker did not work. He didn't he didn't gel well with Seattle. So I think the whole build right now is around Julio and having Julio be the star. And this, like, don't <clears throat> get me wrong, Xander Bogarts is a much better shortstop than J.P. Crawford. But what J.P. Crawford does give you is he's he's fast on the base pass, and he's one of the best defensive shortstops in the MLB. I mean, he does have a gold glove, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So with J.P. Crawford, I think the belief there is more that's an electric guy. He's a fan favorite. He's a locker room favorite. He's a team leader. We're going to value those things more than necessarily the stats. And with J.P. Crawford, everyone kind of knows their role. The minute you bring in Xander Bogarts, well, first of all, you have to get him to want to come to Seattle. Does he want to come well, to Seattle? I see where you're going with this, but I think that's why I like Xander more than the other two guys. I think Correa left Houston because he wanted to be a guy. I think Trey has always wanted to be a guy, and I think Bogey just wants to win. Well, and that's fair, but does he want to come to Seattle? And that's does, what's tough. Does I mean, he want to come up there? Because does anyone ever want to come? It's like a Portland Blazer thing. Does anybody want to come up here? Exactly. And most of the time, they don't want to. And even, and, and if he had a big interest and Xander Bogus was out there like, I want to be in Seattle only, I'm sure Seattle would find a way to make a deal. I don't think that's what's going on here. I think they kicked the tires probably, hey, a little bit of interest. No, it doesn't want it. We're going to value this team captain, this team leader, this guy, this energy guy that everyone seems to love. And, you know, this isn't an attack on anybody or this isn't to keep anybody up, but I get excited when J.P. Crawford's up. I know he hits 160 or whatever he hits on the year, (laughs) but it always, always seems like when he is up in a clutch moment, he seems to find a way to get on base. A little flash of excitement. Exactly. There's just something about him where it feels like he has the clutch G. Well, there five oh three two five oh ten eighty. We got we got a texter in here who bring, who brings up a really good point, and I think this might be a testament to what you're trying to say, Will. And I'm gonna, I'm going to paraphrase this text, but it's kind of like you have Julio locked up, you've brought in Colton Wong, you've got Castillo who's got his money, Robbie Ray. Say what you want, but if you extend Logan Gilbert and George Kirby. Get them while they're young and they want the money up front like you do with Acuna. Oh, I always forget Dansby Swanson's on the market, too. That's how loaded this is. Yep. Um, that the idea is like you have won 90 games two years in a row. And you've done that without this sexy flashy. And the guys that you need locked up are locked up. The trade for Teoscar Hernandez. That's an upgrade over Mitch Haniger. <laughs> Julio... I don't want any center fielder in baseball not named Mike Trout over Julio Rodriguez. And he's only going to get better. And I might take Julio over Trout right now because of age. He's only going to get better. That's the thing. And then so, so I think I think you have that point that the argument is is you've done this with these guys that it's not some giant overhaul. It's not some huge splash. It's the right person in the right space. And Kyle Lewis and Jesse Winker are gone. That that's what you gave up for for Colton Wong, who is an upgrade at second base over Adam Frazier and is probably an upgrade at second base over J.P. Crawford if he were to play second base. 
Well, and, and you still have a top farm system. You haven't let go of Kelnick. Mm-hmm. You haven't let go of any of those arms. Matt Brash is still on the team. Mm-hmm. And you have upgraded. Dealing guys that you that everybody kind of knew you were done with in Jesse Winker and Kyle Lewis. Exactly. Well, and, and let's let's call a spade a spade here. This isn't the NBA. You don't make a trade for a Bryce Harper and then, oh my goodness, all of a sudden you're a top tier team. Like the Phoenix Suns sucked three years ago. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they get a Chris Paul free agency signing and they're in with the NBA. Devin Booker, Devin Booker and, and they, Aiton. They sucked with those two. They were terrible. And then they went Booker to Booker scored NBA. 50 points a night and they'd lose Horrible. by 20. Horrible. But guess what? The MLB doesn't work that way. The MLB isn't the NBA. You don't just sign Julio Rodriguez or draft Julio Rodriguez and all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness, you're a playoff team. Yeah, you That's don't have Giannis take you to the promised land. Exactly. So you have to build a strong team and you have to build a team that wins together. And look, they probably have taken years off my life the last two years of Mariner baseball because everything they do is just chaos, chaos, chaos. But it seems that you have built a strong young core. It seems like you have a good young pitching staff, not just starting pitching, but in your bullpen too. I think Anthony Munoz has a chance to be one of the top closers in all of baseball. I really, really do. So to me, I'm not going to judge DePoto when he keeps making these little ads, these little pickups. You weren't going to have Winker or Kyle Lewis. Yeah, Kyle Lewis was a rookie of the year. He hasn't played since then. Winker, everyone in the in the locker room hated him. You got an upgrade in Hernandez. You've got Colton Wong at second base, who Adam Frazier wasn't what he was supposed to be when he showed up. So to me, I, I like keep making the little moves. Keep making the little pickup here, the little pickup there. And then, yeah, you know what? If at the trade deadline, then you want to get rid of the guys like Kelnick or Brash because, hey, we're one starting pitcher away or we're one more bat away, then go for it. But right now, I think you stay the course. Trust the process. Damn it, Will. I really want a Xander Bogart Seattle Mariners jersey. Joe, um, do, do you back this? I mean, is, is Seattle trying to, like, be smart, don't be crazy? Because we're looking at all these other teams that are swinging. Philly's swinging. The Mets are trying to swing. I mean, hell, the Giants aren't very good, and they're swinging. Is Seattle stay the course? I think that you've been staying the course a while, and you now see how close you are to that next step. And, yeah, the Teoscar Hernandez signing is nice, but, I mean, we were in here a couple weeks ago saying, like, they they can't be done. That's not it. Yeah. The, it's an upgrade it, over Mitch Hanniger, but it's not Not only can they the not upgrade. be done, the difference between <laughs> – being done picking up some guy that might be an outfield rotational player to help bolster your bench a little bit versus being done Xander Bogarts. <laughs> like those are two very different being done like are we just trying to get those little additions like Will is saying like just try and bolster what you have. And I, I mean this is the time where I just I don't think it's time to really pee foot around. And I think that's where I live too. Like if the Mariners sign Xander Bogarts they're a top three favorite team to go to the World Series. Yeah. And, I mean, also, you, I hate to do the comparison thing, but look at the other team in your division. Houston. Clearly better than everybody else in that, not just division, in the league, the American League. If you I, get Xander Bogarts, Houston still might be better than you. Exactly. They lose so, Verlander, but Framber Valdez isn't going anywhere. So, I, I th- and I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure they just picked up an MVP. <laughs> so they got Jose Abreu. Yeah. So it's like they're they're making those moves. If right now the Mariners that again that Teoscar Hernandez move is nice. It's very nice. But Colton you, Wong is a nice move. Again, yes. Thank you for reminding me of the other move there. 
but you need you need and you want more. Yeah. Uh, that's just where I mean, I and listen, Depoto's gotten you guys this far with what he's done. You're ready to win now. Loaded farm system does nothing for you right now. Exactly. I think it's just gotten to that point where it's like, all right, it's time to reap what we've sown all these years. Well, so then there leads this, and and Depoto has said that he's not done yet. He he does want to go out and make one more big splash. And maybe it's just because I've been beat down over my 25 years of Mariner fandom, but I do think that there is something to be said about being relevant in the MLB for 10 years. The way that you are built now, you are going to be relevant for 10 years. Okay, do you think Cardinals fans are happy they haven't won a World Series in 10 years? But how can you guarantee that they're going to win a World Series? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So if you go and you get Xander Bogarts, yeah, you got five years. Like going to the dance means you got a shot. You know what I mean? Like, look, I'm a fat guy. I always loved going to dances. You know why? Because I've watched enough 80s movies where eventually the hot chick comes over and says, hey, I want to dance with you, big fella. And so there's a part of me as a Mariners fan that's like, hey, let's just get into the dance and let's play well. Like, look at this year. This is is a Mariners team that slightly overperformed, right? They overachieved. This year? I would think you slightly did. I don't think so. You made it to the playoffs and you won. To me, I think I think playoffs was it was playoffs or bust. I see, to me, maybe that's me being beat down so much, but I'm like, let's just try and get into the dance and then after that it's all gravy. I think you beating Toronto, that's you. That's that is overachieving to me. You won a world you won a series, right? And then you look at you guys against Houston, you led for what was it, twenty five out of thirty two innings? The Mariners were in the lead more in their series against Houston than New York was an entire four-game set. Right. Right? So to me, you are right there with Houston. If you don't bring in Robbie Ray, you, you win that game. Jordan Alvarez. Exactly. If you have one or two key hits, you are up 2-1 to one going into game four in Seattle. So to me, a lot of your young guys are only going to get better. Gilbert's going to get better this year. Brash is going to get better this year. Kirby's going to get better this year. Julio's going to get better this year. So I still think that there's a lot of room to grow, and that's why I'm not quite ready yet to be like, hey, we got to take the big swing. Uh, I wanted to read you guys this text message, and maybe you can uh, stew on it as we uh, go to break here, but... Uh, this fan texts in perspective. This is an unpopular opinion compared to some other fellow Mariner fans as they watch Texas get better and Seattle not spending four hundred million on a shortstop yet. But the fact is, Seattle has won ninety games twice in a row, have the second youngest roster in the AL, have got better with additions of Tioscar and Wong, have Julio locked up, Castillo locked up. Money to extend Gilbert and Kirby. Still have a top 10 farm system and still have money to add over this window. Fans need to stop worrying about team A and B do, but rather look at how Seattle is gearing up for 90 to 100 win seasons over the next five to eight years. And handpicking fits that clearly. Uh, and handpicking fits that clearly fit their winning culture. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not wrong. And that's what we're talking about. It's like, which route do you want to go? Trust the process, and I know like that's a, a fun statement for us to make, but the last time I heard someone say trust the process, uh, two of those guys don't play in that city anymore, <laughs> in Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz. Now, yeah, you drafted a Husky number one overall. That was your problem. But uh, uh, make it uh, three. Wasn't Jaleel Okafor a high pick for them as well? 
Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Dear they, God, they sucked <laughs> on purpose just to get a bunch of people, and the best thing they got was Joel. And they only got one of them. One of four. Uh, so, yeah, so it'll be interesting. I mean, DePoto, I mean, the, the Colton Wong trade says we're not going after a shortstop <laughs> unless you're going to move JP, and I think moving JP would be a bad move I, I for think, clubhouse atmosphere. I think it really might lose the locker room, and – it's bold to say it because a lot of people are like, well, just get the stats over everything. But there is something to be said about a team leader, and JP is that. Yep, yep. So we'll have to keep an eye on that as these these pieces move, and there's still, there's still a lot to be had. I want to come back with this. There are some really fun, interesting stats that I've seen already, and those will change as free agency continues. And I want to get to that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impression? them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Corner on 1080 The Fan. 8:21 Portland Sports Leader, don't you forget it. We are off next week as there is Ducks basketball, so make sure you tune to that. This is 1080 The Fan, home of the Ducks. Will Ordner joining joining me and Joe this week because why not? He was in the building and we we like to have some fun. I uh, speaking speaking of fun, I found some really interesting uh, like payroll stats that I really kind of want to get into and laugh about. Uh, according to Spotrack, which uh, is like I've got them up on my on my iPad right now because they they have a great free agency tracker. Um, you know, it's not like quite baseball resource, but they're more free agency tracker. But they came out with today after all of these signs signings, the current projected opening day payrolls. And there are some very interesting stats in here. The number one payroll right now going into the 2023 season is the Mets. With who? Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, 
Francisco Lindor, and Sugar Diaz. That's where the majority of their money is? All those guys make over $20 million a year. That terrifies and, me. And two of those guys make $40 million a year. And another one of those guys makes $30 million a year. And Frankie makes 30 and Scherzer and Verlander make over 40 And two of those guys are, what, 38 and 40 Yep. That's terrifying. Yep. Terrifying. But they lost out on DeGrom, so they had to make something. And they got Verlander. They didn't. Well, but here's and, the And th- honestly, I think Verlander signed in New York because Kate Upton's going to make a comeback in New York on the scene. Oh, 100%. Like, why well, not? Is that not is that not the perfect move? Did you just yes. say Kate Upton? Yeah, like, Kate Upton's like, hey, babe, like... Hey, you won two World Series in Houston. You're going to the Hall of Fame. Let's go make some money in New York and let me get my career back on track. Oh, 100%. Play that, that Cat Daddy video on the New doubt. York billboard all day long. That's, a, a doubt. that's exactly why the, he's doing the anti-Tom Brady. He's, hey, baby, I'm going to play one or two more years, but let's put you in a spot to where yeah. you can go and show it off again. Without a doubt. Number two is the New York Yankees. No shock. Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Giancarlo Stanton. Those guys make a lot of money. Okay, so so, and maybe we're not here yet, and maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but I would not consider either one of those teams as a not even a top tier as a second tier favorite for the World Series. Agreed. And they're massively overpaying for old, old stars. Agreed. Agreed. I would absolutely hate that if I was their fans. Number three is the Phillies. No shock. Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, JT Realmuto, Nick Castellanos, Schwarber. Schwarber, those guys make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. No no shock there, but they were in the World Series. If I'm a Philly fan, I'm fine with being number three. Yep. Number four is the Braves. You won a World Series two years ago. You've locked up uh, Ozzie Albies. You've locked up Ronald Acuna Jr. Olsen. You've locked up Matt Olson. You've locked up Austin Riley. You know, you've still got a young pitching pitching core in Max Freed, and I think Soroka will be back healthy, and Strider was was one of the best rookies, as was Michael Harris. I think you're in a good spot. Number five is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Oh, I take back everything I said bad about the Mets and the Yankees, because that is horrible. Now, they're paying Mike Trout a lot of money, like 44 a year, and that's what you pay Mike Trout for. They haven't even begun to pay Otani yet, though. They have not begun. They won't. They won't pay Otani. <laughs> no, Someone else is no. going to pay Otani. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's not forget this. Anthony Rendon, Rendon makes like thirty million a year on that team, Gross. and he couldn't Yikes. play. He can't play. That's your number five team. Number six, Padres. Number seven, Blue Jays. Makes sense. Uh, and I think playoff okay. teams, young yeah. kids. You're I, stacked. You're excited, right? I think you're okay with both of those. Number eight. And I want you to tell me if number eight is more egregious than the Angels, less egregious, or what? Number eight is the Texas Rangers and their new million-dollar ace in Jacob deGrom. Their shortstop, Corey Seager. Their second baseman, Marcus Simeon. Those guys all make over $30 million a year. Not Marcus Simeon, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They made that big splash last year and signed Simeon and Corey Seager. And still suck. I, I still think Anaheim is worse because you have not one but two generational, two of the best players we've talent. ever seen in our entire yes. life. Well, and not just like oh hey, like they're really good stars, or or like oh hey, they're one of the best of the decade. They're one of the best baseball players. They are two of the best baseball players ever. We haven't seen what Shohei Otani was doing since Babe Ruth, 
and they are dead last and I'm, in but, the AL West. But, and I, I'm a little, I'm a little bullish. Like I'm, I'm not here to crown Shohei. I'd like, I'd like a larger sample size than a couple years. But Joe, you know me on this show. Even Voldemort said it. I mean, Mike Trout might be the greatest physical player I've ever seen. You know, like Peyton Manning is a smarter quarterback than than anyone else like yep. kind of revolutionized the game but we always say talent wise is there really anyone better than Aaron Rodgers probably not talent wise is there anyone better than Mike Trout I don't think so and he costs a lot of money he's an absolute and you have to keep him that because, guy I know well they're going to keep him well but, but what I'm saying is when you suck you still have to sell jerseys ex- and, and, and that's the thing and when you have a unbelievably cheap owner you have to make sure that you keep him so that you keep bringing that money in. It's just unfortunate that one of the best, if not the best, all-time generational talents is stuck in mediocrity and will never make a playoff game. I'm going to say of those two franchises of Texas and Anaheim that it's worse for the Angels because not only do they have two generational players right now, but over the last decade, 15 years, they've shown a terrible judgment of giving contracts to uh i mean you can't judge him too bad because albert pujols was amazing when they gave him the contract absolutely incredible i mean <laughs> i mean a top five player i've ever seen play so i mean i don't know if you can blame them too much for that but that didn't work out and josh hamilton was, looked like the real deal for him took the words out of my mouth josh hamilton as well so it's like they have a history of overspending and it just not resulting in even a playoff appearance. Anthony Rendon won a World Series and was a big reason why Washington won that World Series. When he has been uh, had a broken wrist for the last like five, five years, years. Yeah. it feels like. Um, so I would say that just the history over the last decade or so now that Anaheim doesn't get a pass here, whereas Texas, like over the last, at least know, they're going for it. Yeah, the last year it's like, whoa, okay, new stadium. They signed you know, A Rod to the biggest deal ever at the time. Like we're going for it. Yeah. So like, this Texas team has a year or two of being big spenders, and we'll see if it comes to fruition this year. I mean, you literally went out and got the best arm in baseball. Win healthy, caveat. Yep. You got a great shortstop. I mean, you're making One of my the, favorites. You're making these moves that you want to be a player, but if it doesn't come to fruition this year and the year after, then you are you will be Angels 2.0. The last thing I will say about this, number nine, the Houston Astros, number 10, the Dodgers. The Dodgers will bump up because they're going to sign somebody. They're so mm-hmm. desperate right now. They're going to sign somebody. But catch this. Due okay. to the luxury tax, there is no uh, there is no salary cap in baseball, but there is a luxury tax. As of now, the Mets' luxury tax is $34 million. Doesn't seem like that much when you spend 300 right? Right. That is higher than the current payroll of the Royals, the Pirates, the Orioles, and the A's. Wow. That's just in tax. That's brutal, though. The Orioles haven't even started The Orioles yet. are the one team on this list that I give a pass to because that team is building for some. These other three teams are garbage. The Orioles are trust the process. The A the A's are just an abomination. Can they get to Vegas yet? Well, Can, Man, Manfred just said he'll waive the relocation fee if they go to Vegas. They should go to Vegas. Like if they, so, I, see a Portland. I well, I want them in Portland, but Vegas is the most ready, and that's not like an attack here on Portland. Right. You, we're not ready. Right. Vegas has a stadium that they can play in, and they can build another one. Well, they can build another one in ten minutes if they really want to. Yeah, it's Oakland. 
they're going to lose another team to Vegas. Yeah. And it just is what it is. Yeah. And let's just get it going. Move on. Let's get an owner with some deep pockets in there. And let's get let's get this thing ramped up. I'm, I'm sick and tired of MLB teams that cry poor and do what they're doing. And if you are going to do it, do it like the Orioles, where you're sucking on purpose to get good picks Look and at the build your team. Exactly. They've that's been, what Houston They've been to four World Series and they won. They've been to five World Series and they won two. Exactly. If that's what you're doing. They cheated to get one, but. Well, if that's what you're doing, that's fine. I mean, I don't love it, but if that's what you are going to do, I understand the process that you're trying to build. Do it. But the teams that just cry poor and they're running it like a business, just trying to find a way to get money. You're really hurting the cities and the areas that you're from. And I just hate that about baseball. And that's the truth. When we come back, I want to look around the league at some of these other signings and touch on some little stuff, some things I like, some things I don't like. There are a couple sneaky signings that I actually really, really like that I would like to get into. But first, before we do any of that, there's my man, Joe over there with sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Eight thirty six, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Kind of a wild last week, and just a stockpile of free agent signings all around the league. Ton of movement. You know, I think there's a lot of national guys that say movement is good for sports. It keeps things exciting. It keeps things fresh. And we're seeing that a lot in baseball right now. And there's a couple signings that I just that have come across that some scratch my head and some make me really excited um, and some terrify me in like, uh, I really don't want to play that team. Why did you get that? Some embarrassment or riches stuff. So I'm going to go through a couple guys and we can just chat about it uh, real quick. I mean, I think one of the biggest things that stands out to me is I was extremely surprised that Jacob deGrom signed with the Rangers. Um, Mostly because... I don't think they're anywhere near being ready, and he has said he wants to win. There were a lot of rumors that he was going to sign with the Braves, but I think when you look at a five-year, $185 million deal that pays you $37 million into almost your 40s, uh, kind of hard to say no. Well, I, I think it's in a shocking development. This is one of those things where money talks, right? Sure. How many times have, have people been like, well, I would go to where I want to win. And then all of a sudden they throw $37 million a year at you. And sure. they're like, well, I only play half my games I'm supposed to play anyways. And I'm only supposed to play every other fifth game. So that is a lot of money per ball thrown. Sure. So I'm not, I'm not terribly surprised that DeGrom took that deal. I don't hate it. In 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 Texas. I don't think they're going to be that good next year. I think they're clearly the third best team in that division. And if the Angels figure something out, maybe they could be the fourth best. What I found the most interesting about Jacob DeGrom signing in Texas was the Mets' reactive move. 
They get Verlander for two years. Verlander's a little older than DeGrom, but Verlander's also off a Cy Young season. No, Verlander is 37. 30, no. Oh, yeah, he'll be 40. Yeah, he's, I was going to say, he'll be 40 Scherz, in two months. Scherzer's 37. But Verlander is off a Cy Young winning season. He just had Tommy John. So, in theory, the elbow is in good shape. Joe, we talk about this all the time with Jacob DeGrom and his health. For the next two years, that's Verlander's contract. Take out the five years of DeGrom. For the next two years, Joe, would you rather have Verlander than DeGrom? Did the Mets upgrade? No, I I just, I mean... You see what I'm saying here, though? Yeah, I get what you're saying 100%. I just, I do worry about age versus injury past, and I guess if it makes sense. I mean, we've seen, obviously, Verlander with injury past and get past that and literally just have one of the best seasons he's had at the age of, what, 39? Yep. So, no but, and I don't know, baseball's weird. Like, you can have pitchers go into their 40s, 41, 42, 43, and still be effective. Especially with D-ball. <laughs> that, that's true. But I, I will, uh, I'd rather have the age of DeGrom and the potential of what I can get in seven, eight, nine years with him than the potential two to three with Verlander. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting. I mean, kudos to the Mets, though. I mean, they are trying to win, and they lost out on DeGrom, which tells me that I think the Mets would have paid DeGrom what he got paid. It tells me that he didn't want to be in New York. It makes sense. He's a quiet, stoic guy, kind of just goes about his business, does his thing. But I thought it was smart on them to be reactive and be, you know, jump at it and snag somebody like Verlander. Some other things that people are going to forget when the season starts. You guys remember Jose Abreu? Yeah, pretty the darn Cuban. good player. Uh, that guy's got an MVP, am I correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, it was in a COVID season. Mickey Mouse. That guy's pretty good, huh? Yeah, yes. he's very, very okay, good. Okay, he just signed with the Astros. Their first baseman on the Astros right now, first baseman slash DH, are Yuri Gurriel, Jose Abreu, and Jordan Alvarez. Jordan can play left, but he's not that great in left. This team is kind of an embarrassment of riches. Now, Jose is... Falling up, but I got him on a fantasy team. He's, He's still player. batted 285 and hit 25, 30 bombs last year. Remember last week when I told you that I was really, really pissed off about a transaction in baseball? Was that it? That and was And we it. just didn't get to it because we got sidetracked? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was like, like, are you kidding me? Exactly. And it was like, it was just a few days after that the Astros had canned their GM. And so I figured, I was like, man, they just won a World Series and they're getting rid of their, I'm like, what What's the going on? Yeah, what the hell's there? going on? And then a few days later, it's just like, oh, nothing's going on. We're just going to get one of the best first basemen in baseball. We just put a Sean McVay like, in the front office, and he's actually better than the last guy. Yeah, and I was just like, I've never been that like animated over an off-season signing, which wasn't that, like, when in the grand scheme of things, not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But still, I was just like, what the F? I'm like, damn it, Astros, screw you guys. Not happy. Wasn't not, happy with Not that. happy about that. Another sneaky signing that I really like, and this is a team that was in the playoffs and won a round, and the round they lost, I thought they were the better team hands down except for the last game, and that was the Cleveland Guardians. <sighs> they just signed Josh Bell to play first base for them. Hell yeah. I think that is a sneaky 
awesome move for the Guardians. Well, Josh Bell was one of the most underrated players in the league last year. And when that Padres trade happened and he went over there, when I heard that the Padres also got Josh Bell included, I'm like, I know Juan Soto. You were like, oh yeah, and Josh Bell. What? Like, what? How do they? How do they do that? that I love that move for them. He's 17 and a half mil for two years. This reeks of the last time Cleveland did something like this. They signed Edwin Encarnacion for four years at 20 mil a year, and what happened? He was. They an went to an ALCS and a World Series. Yeah, this to me looks like Cleveland, who struggled offensively last year, and their pitching staff—they were better than the Yankees. They yeah. were better than the Yankees. That was the best pitching staff. The in Yankees the postseason. just beat them in the fifth game. They mm-hmm. were better than them, and to add him, I think is huge. And it's funny that there's these like first basemen that it's kind of like, oh, all of a sudden, hey, like wait a minute, stuff hey. is going the right way. Well, and look, it's the same reason why I want the Mariners to keep staying the course. Baseball, you see a lot of World Series teams that win by finding these types of guys who it's like, oh, that's a second or third tier player, but you sign a team full of second and third tier players, and all of a sudden you're pretty darn hard to beat. Because you look at that Houston Astros team, how many of those guys when you saw them sign them, did you go? Whoa, that signing jumps off the page. Jose Altuve? No. Josh Reddick? No. no. Pena? No. You didn't even know who he was before last year no. started, and no. he was He's the World, World Series, Series MVP. MVP. Like Jose Abreu? Yeah, sure, but really you're taking a loner on him to try and push you over to the top again. So it's like, what, it's Abreu and two years ago or whatever it was, uh no shoot it would have been like five years ago six years ago you got Verlander who mm-hmm. at the time everyone thought was washed mm-hmm. so most of that Houston team that we talk hey big bad Houston they got all those guys not on big deals they just turned them into somebody Garrett Cole exact when they snagged Garrett Cole from your Don Alvarez was traded for like a bag of nickels and a couple pennies Lance McCullers Jr. exactly Ryan Presley Exactly. These weren't big-name signings, or they were guys that they built up through their farm system. I really think with with the way baseball works and it's such a team game, you have to get these second, third-tier guys where no one really is like, oh, you didn't knock my socks off, but you're like, oh, hey, that Colton Wan signing, that's pretty good. Yeah, you're totally spot on. And then the two teams that I just look around and kind of really shake my head at and don't know, one we semi-talked about earlier, and that's the Boston Red Sox. You're going to lose Xander Bogarts. You're going to be so bad that you're going to trade J.D. Martinez at some point this year because he's a free agent at the end of the year and makes way too much money. So you're going to offload him. Kenley Jansen, I think you're signing Kenley Jansen because you know in August and July you're not going to be good and someone's going to pay you a hefty fee for him. That that's the, the only thing, thing that makes sense. Right? And then they signed Yoshida, who you know we never know about Japanese prospects, but Yoshida looks like an everyday player who hits well, who defends well, who is going to be a plug-in to left field. But why is that the guy you're going for for five years? All your minor league prospects have bailed. You know, with with Bogarts leaving, and you're probably going to trade J.D. Martinez, Dalbeck sucks. Ticket sales. Uh, Ticket uh, sales. Who's, uh, who, who's the guy? Who's the guy? His name starts with a V they got from the Dodgers for Mookie Betts. Uh, why can't I remember his name? um, Anyway, he sucks too. And Bogarts hates being there so bad that that's rubbed off on Rafael Devers. He's not going to re-sign, and he's going to be a free agent next year, and he's going to make a billion dollars by somebody. It makes no sense to me what the Red Sox are doing. I don't understand it. And the other team to me is the Chicago Cubs. I'm not talking about Cody Bellinger. 
Okay, because that deal made no sense. But it's only seventeen mil. Like if he pops, he pops. But who knows what Cody Bellinger that is a player? Washed. But that's but that's Cody Bellinger now. It was Marcus Stroman last year. Like we're spending money at players that I don't understand why we're spending money on. They just signed Jamison Tyon too. It's ticket sales for four years, sixty-eight mil. It's ticket sales. It, it's got to be the only thing. Because if you're in Boston or you're in Chicago, it's, hey, that is a name that I want to see. I Did you see watch the, new... the Cubs last year? They were garbage. Garbage. They were garbage. But that's the thing. They want to go and see those players. I, that's got to be – that's the only reason that makes sense. Because why else do you sign Cody Bellinger? It isn't because you think he's going to return to M- MVP form. But guess what? Average fans, when they hear the name Cody Bellinger, they think, oh, yeah, that guy was really good with the Dodgers. I'm going to go check him out. Can I uh, share something about the the Cubs? Is that some things that were pretty eye-opening last year was, and will I get it as far as ticket sales? Cubs don't need ticket sales. No. That stadium last year, even when that team was atrocious, and to their credit, I will say they had a much better second half than most might remember. Agreed, agreed. I know but with that about. being said, still trash. They were never in playoff contention. They sold out that, that Wrigley Field consistently. And between the Billy Go and 2016, they did that as well. Well, and now you can raise prices, because that, that would be the next place that I would go. God, that place is a dump. You, it, well, yes, but it's it, at this point, it's a it's national nostalgic. treasure. Yeah, tear it down. It's legendary. Oh, not at least until the I go The Ivy. <laughs> I want to go see it. Don't tear it down. Just and someone down. could get struck by a ball while trying to make dinner. <laughs> Sweet. Right in their s- living room. I, I mean, I would sue. love to sit on a roof and watch a live baseball game. Right? All right, we'll be back next week, or we won't be back next week, but when we, uh, hopefully in a couple weeks, there'll be more of these dominoes fall again. I'm going to be watching that shortstop, that shortstop market and see how it goes. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, like I said, we'll be off next week because Ducks basketball is on the program. So make sure you check that as we are the home of the Ducks 1080, the fan. We're also going to be off on the 28th because that'll be Ducks bowl game, which you can catch right here on 1080, the fan and the Odyssey app. Uh, that's that's pretty much what we got. I mean, baseball is really fun. Will, thanks for for sitting in with us. Have you? Uh, I will. I will. We'll go off the rails here a little bit, but I'll keep it sports. Just to let's do it. Put a put a crown on your day. Have you watched any World Cup? Yeah. Uh, well, look, that's it, not it, America. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, but that is because I wanted to bet on the World Cup, so I got up and I watched Ecuador versus Qatar, Holy and goodness. I won. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Ecuador was the easy bet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is one of those things that's been such a weird trip for me because I am, I am a huge, uh, I'm, I'm a big soccer guy, especially okay. on the international level, and I watch, I watch English Premier League. Like when you guys get up on Sunday and you turn that ten o'clock game on, you've been your up. first day. Uh, I am thirty minutes away from being done with my sports day. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. see you. So that's how I get I, into that. I haven't. So my thing about it is. It becomes too much of like a patriotic deal. It's the same thing with the Olympics. Like, I care about it when the U.S. is involved. Mm-hmm. And then the minute they're not, and I, I don't care. And I know that's not fair because, like, there's right. so much better soccer that's being played right now. And if I want to get into soccer, which it seems like I should because everybody who's into soccer loves it, and I'm a sports guy, 
I should stay up and watch. I just I can't. Like I I end up sure. watching crappy Manchester or uh, what is it Manhattan College basketball versus St. <laughs> Joe's just because it's basketball or something. Well, like and that. but what I'll tell you is I think what is huge for me. And what helps me still watch, you know, like I'm looking at these matches still coming up and why I'm excited is because a lot of these players play in the English League. Yeah. And then there is the Super Tournament where I see all these other great players that play. So it's like, think about if you watched a league and your two best players in that league were Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Yeah. And now we're playing a giant tournament where you get to see Patrick Mahomes go against Josh Allen. Ooh. And you never get to see that. And yeah. you get to see Tom Brady go against Justin Herbert. And you never get to watch that. That's what's exciting because I watch that regular. Yes. But because in America, a lot of our sports are so centralized. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all right here. That that's what makes a lot of that fun because it pulls from... Different countries and different leagues. I, I'm really go dis- for it, Joe. I'm really Break dis- my heart. No, I'm just really disappointed to hear about this Sunday morning routine that doesn't involve Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. I'll tell you what, man. I have totally. Just, uh... I have listened to you for the last three weeks, Joe. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I'd r- I'd run to Costco. I'd run to Costco, and I totally flipped you on. Ooh. There you go. I like to be flipped on. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know me. I support you. Your flipping on is turning me on right it, now. It's a great show. Rashad and I were friends when we were nobodies. Ooh. Absolute nobodies. And now you're big deals. Now uh, we're huge deals. Patrick, he, what I love about you is that you're not my only friend that is like this. I lump you into my European sports friend bucket. Because <laughs> I've got five to six friends who same thing. It's like... I gotta go home. Formula One starts at four a.m. tomorrow. Oh God, I do not watch. Uh, no, and then Formula I gotta, and then I gotta watch League. Chelsea after that. And I'm just like, you know, you know, like Europe, it it is a country you can go live in. And well, it's you, a continent, not a country. <laughs> thank you. There's Spark, a bunch of little countries. Big big brain move over here. But you know, you can watch that at normal times over there. At, you know, ten noon. I know it is an option. You want to talk about East Coast bias? We still get hosed on that stuff too. <laughs> It's like, hey, your team's playing at 4 a.m., but if you lived on the East Coast, it'd be 7 a.m. Europe bias. Yeah, Europe bias. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, Keep things up as baseball keeps chugging along. Will, thank you so much for being in with us. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, Dirt and Sprague will be here in the morning. So, like I said, we'll be back and uh, go do something I would do. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.